And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. I almost forgot what this show was. <laughs> I said this is a premiere, and then I paused, and I didn't understand. Let me just turn myself up here in the monitors. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I said I was going to turn myself up in the monitors, and now I'm just sitting here trying to find the stupid... Google Docs page with all the topics. Okay, now I'm turning myself up in the monitors. Here we go. Nope. I just turned myself down. Here we are. <laughs> Back at it again. Episode 155 of this show that's been going on for two years now. Who knows? I don't know. I haven't been doing the doing the time. You've been if you can if you if you can if you got the time to lean, you got the time to listen to this show. Everybody's at home, still doing the progromavirus. <laughs> progromavirus. Uh, um, no, it's uh, we're still at home watching all the programs, doing the things that uh, come with the coronavirus. I recently just returned uh, from work. Uh, currently, I am sitting. I've I've had trouble finding here and there finding toilet paper throughout the past couple of uh, weeks since this shutdown started since the, the the worldwide shutdown started and a couple weeks ago i went to target i went to target no i went to whole foods like set like two like maybe maybe a month ago i went to whole foods and they were the only place that had toilet paper so i said why not i'll just get some toilet paper at whole foods it's just terrible thin <laughs> what feels like commercial one ply and i got it I said, great, six rolls, that'll last me months. Then I went to Target like three weeks ago. And it was not my usual Target. I went to that Target and I saw they were just putting out, it was in the morning, right before work, because I love being late. And they were putting out <laughs> toilet paper, uh, six packs of Charmin and Angel Soft. And I just, I went up there and I was like, Give me, can I have one of those? And they said, yes. You know, I'm just realizing is I'd never centered the DSLR. Doesn't matter. No one watches the show anyway. So I, I I went up there and I got it and I got and he gave me he gave me Angel Soft and I was too much in a in a panic to ask for Charmin. So then I gave so I went to my mom's house. I gave that one to her because she was having trouble finding toilet paper too. And then I found another pack of Charmin. Bought that like the, the following week. And then this is like now this is like three weeks later. I went to Target Tuesday before work and now I have I'm a proud owner of a nearly $30 uh, 24 mega 24 mega rolls yeah so equals 96 regular rolls a Charmin ultra strong so I'm going to give uh, about half of that to my mom <laughs> and my stepdad and uh, and then I'll keep the other 12 for myself uh, which is good because now I have 18 total or 15 total no 6 plus 12, 18. So it's great. That can last me a whole year. I don't need any more toilet paper. Anyway, that's the extent of my week. That's what I've been doing. I've been just dealing with that and being lonely and stuff. So, uh, you know, there's that. Uh, well, you know, we all have our things. We all have our vices. <laughs> I spend most of my time cooking or eating or now I'm really, before I was, I was really having a tough time trying to f like, my my job is in television, so I'm just watching a lot of television all day. And then I get home, and then <laughs> it's so stupid because like I want to turn my brain off, and I go, "Oh, I guess I'll just turn on the TV." Uh, and then it's also so 
I know I complain about where I live a lot, uh, <laughs> but it is also so loud and and round that uh, I just can't read. Like I can I like I can read, but it have to be like early in the morning or just early in the morning. Truly, it has to be early in the morning, like right after I work out. <laughs> so that's not gonna happen. Um, and speaking of working out, I've had to just the so I live in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia proper and the governor just opened he says he says on friday or monday whenever the uh no i think it's this weekend um the which is friday <laughs> which is today or the day you're listening to this uh he said the gyms and the spas and the barbershops and all the all those and movie theaters can open back up uh amc and the i guess the don't quote me on this the 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 alliance the movie the movie theater alliance they said let me look that up let me look up the name because uh i don't think that's correct the name of the the uh i don't i okay well apparently this is not showing up there's a lot of theaters called alliance theater anyway there's some type of alliance and uh they the movie theaters like AMC United Artists all those they got to, they it's a it's like it's an alliance that's already been existing but what they said but since you know governor Kemp Brian Kemp who's a turdbag said that he fixed he fixed elections uh, and, he, and he just didn't allow black people to vote vote um Stacey Abrams is my governor <laughs> what uh, what he said was that movie theaters can open back up, but what they said, the, this theater alliance, like particularly AMC, they were like, no, just because you say it can, it can open back up doesn't mean that we're necessarily going to open up our own chains. Um, so what I'm thinking is that the the more independent theaters are going to open back up. So that means like the art cinemas, the landmark cinema down the street from me, the, uh, the, the other cinemas that, that, you know, play specialty movies, but also they play, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, or they'll play, they'll have uh, three screens dedicated to the superhero movie that comes out. Um, so, so, you know, I, and then also, you know, only instead of 50 people in a theater, it's 25 people and they have to be socially distanced and then uh, restaurants could open back up. But then no one wants to do this because everybody is a afraid to go out and B, uh, there's no downward. Tr- the only reason that this was supposed to happen is if you have a downward trend and there was no downward trend in the cases of coronavirus slash COVID-19. Uh, so this is just a governor using his power saying we need some money flow in the economy. Let's just open up with some parameters, which doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm not the smartest person in the world <laughs> to talk about this stuff. <laughs> I'm just a guy who renewed his subscription to the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I did. It was a dollar for two months. So I just said, well, let me hop on that. So I've just been reading a crap ton of Wall Street Journal alongside my WAPO and New York Times and uh, New Yorker and um, Atlantic. Oh, the Atlantic is charging now. And Vox. Vox is... They're asking for money too. I know I talked about that last week. <laughs> I'm checking all the clocks around me. I just tapped my iPad, looked at my laptop, and looked at my phone. <laughs> oh, so anyway, so the gyms, gyms are opening back up, uh, which is insane. Uh, if I'm if I'm afraid to go, then then no one should go. Like I went to the I March seventeenth, March eighteenth is when day we went into official lockdown. March seventeenth, I was still at the gym, and there was maybe five other people there with me. Uh, if I'm afraid to go now, no one should go. <laughs> and I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not even afraid of dying. <laughs> um, but I've been doing 
Peloton Fitness, they have they gave us 90 days, and then Center, which is going to be up in May 7th for me, uh, they gave us 90 days, and Nike Premium is free for you know the time being. Uh, so I've been doing all that stuff, I've been doing a mixture of all that stuff, and it's all body weight, obviously. Uh, I do have two 10-pound weights that I was going to give to Goodwill, and now I'm just keeping them, and then I have that $70 splurge I spent on at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods with that TRX slam ball, which I <laughs> can't even slam in here, and uh, my yoga ball, uh, my second yoga ball. The other one's at the office, <laughs> but this one's weighted. Uh, so, so I have all that stuff. So what I do is my living room, thank goodness, is uh, perks of living on the fir- first floor. I can uh, move my couch out of the way, and I can jump around. I have my jump rope that, I, that I've had for years, and I just I jump with that doing boxing stuff. I can shadow box and stuff like that. I can, I can do like, – there's enough room for me to – uh, bear crawl. There's enough room for me to uh, sidestep and to lateral crawl and do and just do like do a bunch of stuff that you, no one would normally have uh, if they lived on upper floors, uh, didn't have hard you know tile floor or hardwood flooring, uh, which is weird because I have hardwood flooring in the office and in my bedroom, but tile flooring everywhere else. And uh, there's a stark contrast. And this is not good hardwood. It's it's hardwood. I can hear myself walk on. And if I spilled some water on it, which I've done before, uh, I know it will warp. <laughs> but that's where we are. Let's uh, let's hop into this first story. So that's what I've been doing. And I think my knees are hurting so bad because of this, uh, me hopping around and stuff. I, l- I keep looking in the monitor and I'm not centered on the camera. But who really cares? Who really cares? Okay, this uh, first story comes from CNBC. Facebook is going to launch its own live gaming site. Uh, this is, I guess, it's a smart, it's a smart move for them. With one, everybody being at home, I don't know, I don't know when this is going to launch. But then two, they have the biggest initial users and viewers that could possibly happen. I know they just canceled Facebook, just canceled um, the Facebook Watch show with Elizabeth Olson. Let's see, Elizabeth Olson, Facebook. And that show is, oh no, <laughs> it just looks like <laughs> I looked up Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> uh, it's called Sorry for Your Loss. It was Emmy nominated and she, and the show's canceled. Yeah, they canceled it uh, in November, um, I guess, because it's a popular show. I don't want to say popular, but it was a show that it was critically acclaimed. A, it was on Facebook, <laughs> but, uh, and there's no B there. Uh, but now Facebook is going to launch their own gaming. This is written by Ryan Brown with an E. So <clears throat> Facebook is, I'm just going to clear my mouth, clear my throat right on mic. <laughs> Facebook is making a uh, big push into gaming at a time when the space is seeing a huge boom in demand thanks to coronavirus lockdowns. Okay, so if when they jump into this, they're going to have to deal with three people. Uh, Google's with YouTube, essentially. YouTube gaming, Twitch, and Mixer. Twitch is the number one, obviously. Uh, Mixer is the number three because <laughs> it's it's Mixer. You can only watch it on your Xbox or your PC. And just because they have and Twitch and and uh, and and YouTube and Microsoft and Mixer, they have all been trying to get these. Ever since Ninja was signed on to uh, Mixer for an untold sum of money. They have been trying, everyone else has been trying to land their big streamers. So I believe Drake is on Caffeine, 
as is uh, Offset and a few other people. Uh, so you can only watch Drake and Offset and then like celebrities play on caffeine. They can't play anywhere else. And then Twitch is, you know, the mother, the mainstay of it all. And YouTube gaming is, I don't understand how that should be popular, but it's not. <laughs> they have the infrastructure to be the most popular, but people just don't want to stream over there for uh, one reason or another. It originally came from the New York Times, but I thought I found it on CNBC. I just specifically I found it on CNBC, and I said I'll read off CNBC. I think there's another story that I found on CNBC too. Yeah, the next story after this. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The app has already been available for testing in Southeast Asia and Latin America for the past 18 months. It offers an experience to the gaming lab on Facebook's website, which lets users broadcast themselves or watch a streamer playing games instead. Facebook Gaming also features a function called Go Live, which lets users live stream mobile games directly from their smartphone to Facebook. That's pretty, yeah, okay. This eliminates the need for dedicated third-party software and hardware, which people usually require to broadcast themselves playing games on platforms like Twitch. Uh, There's no ad option, and uh, let's see. But you can earn money with quote-unquote stars, and and the people watching can give you one-time payments, and then eventually monetization will come at some point. So Facebook has the biggest user base because they have, you know, how many, how many hours, how many people, but then YouTube has on the, on a daily basis, millions of, of, uh, hours of viewers viewing, (laughs) viewing time. So people prefer to watch non live stuff on YouTube, but live stuff on Twitch Mixer's not even in the, in the, (laughs) in the category. I I don't know. This is a, this is a this is a good move for Facebook, which a company that does not usually make a lot of moves, a lot of a lot of good moves. But for them to jump into gaming to and to not have a complete grasp of what even television is, because they had they have all the other shows on uh, Facebook Watch. They have the the real bros of Simi Valley, who I I just interviewed uh, one of the creators. Uh, Christian A. Pierce, and then they had they had they canceled this show, but they had the Cole Byers show, which they acquired from MTV, and it's called Loosely Exactly Nicole. And you can watch both seasons on there, but they but either they have like a really good show like Sorry for Your Loss, or they have all these internet based things, with the exception of Loosely Exactly Nicole, uh, all these internet based things that no one seems to care about because no one want and they, and I mean obviously they can have an app. On Roku, they can have the Facebook Watch app, but nobody wants to do that. And, and you know, I'd be surprised if Apple TV Plus is doing well with views. Obviously, they have the subscribers. They have, you know, you buy a new Apple product, you you get one year. So I'd be surprised if any of this would really work out in the long run. But we'll see. I think Facebook will stick with something longer than Google sticks with something. And, and trust me, Google will drop anything at the drop of that. Okay, all right, so we'll take a break. When we come back, we got three more things to look at. <laughs> and we're back to the show. I wasn't even ready for that one. Still trying. Hold on, there's a there's a buzzing coming from, uh, oh, God. Oh, no, I should just let the, oh, oh, God. I don't know if you can hear that, <laughs> but I can't, and it's horribly annoying. Oh, no, it really is bad. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Leave it all in. Who cares? 
<laughs> Let's hop on to the second half of the program. Usually now's the time when I tell a story. Um, I don't have any stories. <laughs> We're in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic. Just making sure that thing was still going. <laughs> I have no stories for you. I got nothing. I got nothing. Like I said, I've been cooking. I've gone through all my expensive meats, my uh, beef steaks and my my lambs, my shoulders and and uh, uh, pork butts. I didn't buy any pork butt. <laughs> pork butt is actually pork shoulder. Uh, we'll see what else. I haven't. I don't have anything. I don't have anything new that to tell you. <laughs> I got nothing. I've just been you know, watching TV and playing video games. Oh, you know what? I watched Black AF on uh, what's it called? Netflix. Kenya Barris's show. Uh, with him and Rashida Jones. I don't like it. I was looking forward to this show. I'm, there's no, I'm not going to mince words here. I don't like it at all. It, he's, it just seems kind of arrogant and unfunny. And uh, I just did not enjoy my time with it. And it doesn't know. I feel like I was talking to somebody last night uh, about this. And I, f- I feel as if the show doesn't know what it wants to be. And there, there's like a character change specifically in like Rashida Jones's character who plays his wife. It's, the show is about uh, Kenya Barris, who is a creator of blackish, mixedish, grownish, and uh, he's, he's a mega producer. He's done a lot of a lot of uh, great work, uh, which which doesn't explain this. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. <laughs> I don't know what happened here in grownish. Uh, <laughs> I got a problem with grownish. Good cast though, and. So my problem is it doesn't know what it wants to be. And specifically, if you look at uh, Kenya Barris's wife, played by Rashida Jones, she goes through a, a kind of a, a character change in the middle of a pilot. So if you so for like the first episodes of the show are 38 minutes long, which is 16 minutes too long for the show. Uh, and it's Charlie and mockumentary. Uh, yeah, mockumentary style. But they keep addressing it. They keep addressing it to mockumentary. They keep addressing the crew. They keep seeing the behind the scenes of the crew. And it's just, it's just all over the place. Anyway, Rashida Jones's character, first part, first twelve like minutes, she's she's this, she's she's kind of the archetypal. I'm the I'm the wife. You're the husband. And I look down on what you do because you say stupid things. You know, she's Lois Griffin to Peter Griffin. Uh, she's Marge Simpson to Homer Simpson. Um, I'm gonna keep going. She's she's Linda Berger to Bob's Burger. <laughs> what is Bob's Burger's last name? Bob's Burger. What are their last names? I don't know. Let's look it up. We can we can find this out together. Belcher. <laughs> I've watched that show since episode one, so it's been on for what ten years now, and I don't know their last names. Oh boy. I just found out that Maggie Simpson is the name of the baby on The Simpsons. <laughs> okay, so. All right. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I feel so dumb. But she is that. She is that to that. Th- that to him. And it just doesn't make sense to me. So anyway, so that, and then the second half, she is more cartoonish like he is. Because in the show, Kenya plays himself. And he is... He's every every other sentence is uh, I effing hate white people, uh, and and he thinks that's funny for some reason, um, and then he, and then you know he has outbursts at his daughter or he has outbursts like talking about like how he's guilty getting being rich but uh, but he's but he loves being rich and buying all this stuff. He's 
He's playing Andre Johnson from Blackish, Anthony Anderson's character, who is who is Kenya Barris. He is he's playing that character, but as if that character were the worst parts of that character. And that's how Black AF feels. Uh, also, it has a hashtag in the title and it says AF. And uh, that's not going to age well. Blackish will age well. Black AF will not. Not everybody wants to make a show like that, but still. Same guy, so you should want to make a show like that. Uh, I, I will continue. I will, I'll give it two more episodes. There's only eight to ten, I believe, in the, in the season. So I'll give it two more episodes, uh, mostly because I like Rashida Jones and mostly because in this first episode he had Steve Levitan, who's, a, who's a, a, another great producer and writer. He, uh, Gil Ozeri is playing his um, uh, uh, assistant. And, you know, I just maybe there'll be cameos. I, I saw I don't read reviews and I don't plan on reading reviews of this show or any show. Uh, I saw a headline of a review that said that Black AF is if Curb Your Enthusiasm and Modern, what was it, not Modern Family. Anyway, Curb Your Enthusiasm and some other show, if they were put together and uh, and it wasn't as good, something along those lines. And it that tr- that makes so much sense. Like It, it, it does have the Curb feel, it, 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 and I, I guess that's what they're aiming for. But it just missed on so many levels. So many levels. Gosh. And just because you can do, you can have long episodes on Netflix doesn't mean you should. There's a show called The Last, and this is just an example. The Last Kids on Earth is a cartoon show. uh, Or even Carmen Sandiego. And both of those, (laughs) another cartoon show. Uh, Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. What else is a... I was going to say The Dragon Prince is another cartoon show. <laughs> what is a show that that is a live action show that has short episodes? Anyway, you can do, just because you can have 40 minute episodes doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean that the show is going to be made better for it. And quite frankly, it might be a deterrent. You know, if I, like I see a 30 minute episode or a 35 minute episode, I want to step behind okay here's a show that used the time wisely uh santa clarita diet love that show guy canceled love that show and that show episodes were 30 minutes at most 31 minutes you know um so yeah maybe maybe we uh maybe we just temper it down a little bit all right let's move on <laughs> i was i was fishing for a story and i'm now six minutes into the second part of this episode this comes from CNBC again, written by Annie Palmer. <laughs> Amazon uses data from third-party sellers to develop its own products, uh, WSJ investigation finds. So, obviously, Amazon makes its own products, and you should know that. Uh, if you if you want a blender from a, if you want a Blendtec blender, a Cuisinart blender, a Ninja blender, uh, the, uh, you type in blender in the search suggestions, it, it'll say, um, it'll have your Cuisinart blenders, but they'll also have Amazon Blender, Amazon Basics Blender, or Amazon Basics Tumblr, Amazon Basics, uh, you know, digital camera. It'll have all these Amazon Basics stuff. Um, and so Amazon is in the business of selling other people's crap, but then also making its own crap. It's kind of like, it's 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 every every other conglomerate, every, every conglomerate, every other uh, c- corporate company that sells something out there. Publix, Trader Joe's. Cro- well, Trader Joe's obviously sells some stuff. Publix, uh, Whole Foods, Kroger, 
Walmart, Target, they all have their own brands. And it's all going to be the same thing, more or less. But one of them is going to be of a higher quality because the other one, you know, you don't know. Oh, boy, my voice just got better. Have I not been speaking at the right part of my part of my part of my? Uh, so Amazon is using the data that it finds when people are searching for um, uh, Tumblr. If they're searching for uh, a, a Hydro Flask, which I don't think they saw anything on there, but they're searching for a Hydro Flask Tumblr because I'm looking at mine right now. <laughs> they have a 40-ounce Hydro Flask Tumblr. It's amazing. It's oh, the best. Uh, but it is seafoam green or blue. <laughs> It's a color that I don't feel comfortable with. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, but if, you're, if they're searching for a Hydro Flash Tumblr and Amazon doesn't have a Tumblr yet and enough people search for that, then eventually they're going to want to start manufacturing their own Tumblrs. And that's, and that's, I mean, basically the gist of this entire investigation. You should read it. Uh, the, the CNBC will give you the great highlights, such as among the findings uh, were that some Amazon executives had privileged access to data on individual third-party sellers, which was then used to develop the company's own products, despite it being in violation of company policy. The findings directly contradict Amazon's previous messaging around how it uses third-party seller data. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. So, yeah, they're illegally, some of them, some of the execs, or let's just say the companies, illegally using uh, data found, and and that should not be happening. I read another piece on the New York Times today about how uh, Jeff Bezos hopped in and took leadership of Amazon during the pandemic. He <laughs> he he didn't he didn't, it, it wasn't it wasn't a good start. You should check it out. It's uh, I'm not even going to link to it. Uh, check it out though. Uh, find it on the New York Times. Uh, he's uh, Gronk apparently wrote something to the Patriots because he's going to the Tampa Bay Bucks to join uh, uh, Tom Brady for one year at least. Okay, <laughs> I want to skip over that. Anyway, uh, he, the, Bezos, essentially the art of the thing was Bezos hopped in and, uh, and but it's he's not really taking full leadership. Even though he's like taking leadership, he's not taking the full leadership. He's not doing what he should be doing, what other companies are doing. He's not, he's not, he's making people work. He's not keeping everybody in on the loop of stuff. So yeah, that's what that is. This next one comes from the Wall Street Journal. Written by Joshua Robinson, Ben Cohen, and Andrew Beaton. It's about, it's called The Big Winners of Sports Without Fans, colon, the refs. It's about uh, how soccer people, oh, I have to sign in. Jesus, okay, hold on, give me a second. It's about how soccer people, uh, soccer, it's about how uh, the refs, and I believe Italy, they, fans were so riled up during a couple of games that they were throwing, like, gas and fire and, like, Molotov cocktails and bricks and stuff and stuff like that, and the refs were getting hurt, uh, and so they they did away with you know the fans, and so they're in a big stadium with just the two teams and the refs, uh, and so and the cameramen obviously. Uh, so that's and and that's where we're going right now with football and baseball and basketball and hockey and soccer here in America and around the world and tennis uh, and. Golf's outside. <laughs> and so that's where we're going with sports around the world uh, right now because of the pandemic. So the refs won't have to. And then also, and also they're talking about bias. Uh, I'm doing this all from verbatim. <laughs> they're talking about bias <laughs> and, and how bias can really affect how refs uh, uh, referee a game. They're talking and 
the hope is that you know less fouls will be called in soccer and, and basketball and all that stuff and, and, and football and and that uh, it can just it can truly just be about the game. This is a it's a it's a good piece. <laughs> I'm just rating everything I read. It, definitely check it out. It's a study done by Michael Pricks, um, who wrote the paper with Per Peterson Libom the uni- at the University of Stockholm College. College. This must be the Wall Street Journal across the pond. So there's not going to be audiences, and maybe refs can be just a little bit better at their jobs. <laughs> And they won't be chastised for it. And they won't be bullied into making calls that they don't want to make. And because the audience is, you know, just chanting BS, BS and all stuff. So, there you go. I did a really good job of summarizing that one. You should definitely read it. And I basically covered everything. <laughs> That's on the Wall Street Journal. If you don't have, if you don't have a, uh, take advantage. One dollar uh, 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 for two months. Okay. <clears throat> Now, this last one came in last week. Last Friday night, I was sitting at home watching a movie, and I read this, or I skimmed over it. No, no, I read it. I read it because it was it was very understandable. <laughs> this comes from Variety, written by Matt Donnelly. Ellen Crew furious over poor communication regarding pay, non-union workers during uh, oh, over regarding pay, comma non-union workers during. Coronavirus shutdown. So if you if you work for the entertainment industry, you want to join a union. I've talked about unions. Have I? I don't know. <laughs> a union would be uh, IATSE, International Alliance Studio Technician stuff. I'm not going to look it up. It's too much work. <laughs> but apparently when... When so uh, so obviously when everything shut down everything shut down and then slowly but surely talk shows started coming back news shows started coming back late night shows started coming back but then daytime talk shows very popular like Ellen started coming back Wendy Williams is back you should not look at that crap <laughs> uh, <laughs> just referencing <laughs> things so Ellen came back and only the higher level level producers know anything about it. Uh, if you look at Jimmy Kimmel Live, I believe, Conan, and, you know, as, as much as, as far as I know, those two are the only ones paying everybody. I believe Kimmel paid everybody from his pocket like the first two weeks that they were shut down, and then that's when he came back. Uh, and then Conan, I can only assume that Warner is like that. He has some type of thing in his in his some type of clause that says pay everybody or I, I or I walk. <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> uh, but I but I can but you know Kimmel and, and Conan everybody's getting paid because everybody's getting used. Um, the core stage crew of the Ellen DeGeneres show is uh, has more than thirty employees. Uh, they have received no written communication about the status of their working hours, pay, or inquiries about their mental or physical health from producers for over a month, said two sources, both of whom spoke on the condition of anonymity. 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 Higher-ups in production would occasionally answer phone calls but reveal little, added one of the sources. The crew has further light, uh, incensed by the show's recent hire of an outside non-union tech company to help DeGeneres tape remotely from her home in California. So Ellen's show is, I believe they tape what this article said, what this uh, piece said, they tape like what two 
in two days they taped like five episodes or something so they could air it throughout the week. So normally they tape four days a week. Studio episodes were last shot the week of March 9th. The crew was last paid in full for the week of March 16th when the Warner Brothers lot was shut down as a precaution to prevent blah, blah, blah. the following week of March 23rd was already a planned spring break hiatus. But then they came back and a spokesperson said pay was reduced to eight hours from 10 hours per work day for the week of the 30th. The camera just shut off, which makes editing this super easy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. And then as of April 10th, crew was told to expect a reduced compensation of two eight-hour work days per week in the following hours. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. And then one local IHC rep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So they're not they're not getting paid their full wages, uh, and they weren't even asked to work. Another company is handling that. Uh, so now it's essentially just Ellen shooting in her home, and the like. You know, the five producers going, "Hey, this would be fun. This would be funny." <laughs> you know, this isn't the first time I've heard stuff about Ellen, and I'm sure. I'm sure everybody has their thoughts on her. I've never worked with her. I probably never will. Uh, I don't know her personally, and I don't want to talk smack about her, but this is if this is true, which I can only believe it to be, this really blows. Uh, and, you know, if you are right now the highest rated talk show, period, then perhaps, and I don't know, I don't know if she is, but then perhaps it would be in your best interest to, even if you don't have the best working relationship with your crew, to, and it's only 30 people, to have them paid, paid living wages. Uh, so basically every late night show is back. And I know I'm comparing her to late night, but this, and I, it's kind of unfair, but uh, every late night show is back. Uh, Sam B., is using her monologue writers and 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 I can only assume everybody is monologue writers. Her her writing staff. I can only and, and producers. So I can only assume everybody's getting paid over there, uh, which is another Turner Time War, Turner <laughs> Turner Media Turner Warner Media <laughs> Warner Media. <laughs> I've applied to so many jobs there. It's crazy that I don't know the name. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel stage hands were paid uh, from Kimmel's own pocket, like I just said. Um. Daisy Samiro over at Showtime, they had all uh, full paying rates. And even still, they have their full paying rates because the show is now going on, even if it is remotely. I don't know. who This needs to be rectified. These, I mean, if the late night people can get paid, if the morning talk show people, if CBS This Morning and Today's Show and uh, Good Morning America, if they can get paid, if you can if Surely, surely you can go, okay, let me get my grips. Let me get my, uh, the lighting people. Let me get, who, who the names I forgot. <laughs> let me get everybody paid. Because right now it's just, it's asinine how you can't, or, or rather you're refusing now to not put money down. And then you got that, what is it here? You got like a, $50 million per deer per deal from your telepictures deal. And then you, 
and then you and then you uh, you got the Netflix deal and you re-upped your your contract. Man, come on. Come on, Ellen. You're better than this. All right. <laughs> Listen, if you like what you heard here, head on over to the website. tpluscomedy.com where we'll see interviews. I just spoke to interviews with the favorite comedians or comedy drifting people. I just spoke to Rachel Lee Goldenberg. She's a director of the new movie Valley Girl coming out, which is probably the next biggest release. If you haven't seen ads for Valley Girl, I'm very surprised because I've seen ads all over the internet for it. Um, It stars Jessica Roth, Christina Applegate, and uh, oh god, uh, this is embarrassing. Uh, Jessica Rose, Christina Applegate. Anyway, it's a remake of the 1976 or 73 film starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, it's a musical. It's very charming. Truly, I would not be talking about it now. I would just say I'm talking to Rachel Lee Goldenberg, <laughs> but it looks so pretty. And uh, at least the trailer got me hyped. So definitely check that out. That'll be out. The movie Valley Girl, the remake, will be out on Mother's Day, which is May 10th. So maybe I'll have the article out May 8th. Or the movie comes out May 8th, excuse me. And maybe I'll have the article out then or before the interview. It's just an interview piece. So, cplitscomedy.com. Until then, you can read Larry the Cable Guy, Christian A. Pierce, Jimmy Pardo, Maria Bamford. I've done uh, Matt Besser, Uh, They just closed down UCB in New York. I should have talked about that. (laughs) UCB in New York is closed down. The uh, Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Matt Walsh, and Ian, uh, whose name I forgot. (laughs) Whose name I forgot. (laughs) It's embarrassing. They shut down uh, UCB in New York because they they just couldn't, they just moved and they couldn't afford the lease, like the uh, renting, renting a space. You know, just uh, especially during a time when everything is shut down. So they just said they this let's close up shop. And basically the only things left, the only way to get UCB is to be in New York and they'll have pop-up shows, uh, pop-up training stuff, but they'll just be at places where they can more control, you know, uh, or live on live in L.A. and they have the two uh, buildings in, on Sunset and uh, the other one. <laughs> they have one on Sunset, but I know they have two UCB places in Sunset. And, they, and those places they own, like they lease those places. So that's what happened. There we go. I covered that story. If you want to see a video version of this show, <laughs> I don't know why you would, head to youtube.com slash comedy. You can see me sitting on the couch on the futon. And uh, yeah. You oh there you can also watch the show. What is it called? What is it? What is it called? Uh, news time. It's called News Time. <laughs> it's the premier news show. It's an entertainment news show, uh, written and starring by me. Starring by me. Uh, it's a great show. I love it so much. It, the t- the times I love it, I love it. The times I hate it, I hate it. It's like the Daily Show, except way less funny. I just take one story, entertainment news world and I dissect it put some jokes in boom this week is about how the coronavirus affected Broadway I'm still continuing on the coronavirus kick with this because that's all it's in the news right now and so eventually I'll run out of stuff <laughs> uh, I have I have ideas until June so we'll see what happens um, 
we're just it, it's uh and the it's about how uh broadway is affected by coronavirus and what's what are the next steps for it to come back they're planning on coming back in the summer at some point the cold open to them and you know i love if you if just follow instagram go on the twitter watch the show on youtube.com slash people's comedy the cold opens are the best part the cold open to that is a musical set to it's a hamilton medley i edited and cut it myself and i made new lyrics for it and it is so good and i love it it's just like the we are the world one uh which is we are news time and this one's called not throwing away news time <laughs> so or uh, my news time because <laughs> it's called my shot. Anyway, it's good. It's so funny. Check it out. Uh, YouTube.com slash people's comedy. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at people's comedy. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at chat like white. Like us on Facebook. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. You're the best. We're watching. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, I, hold on. I got to bring this up. I say goodbye, and I I don't even know how to close out the show. Okay, bye.